Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hour two of the Lori and Julia show rolls on for Thursday, April 8th, National Empanada Day from uh, some research I was doing earlier. Oh, I love so empanada. That, yes. What's an empanada again? Empanada is just basically, you know, like a, like a dough hot pocket. with stuff. Not like a hot pocket because there's so much better because it's buttery, flaky crust. And then they can be stuffed sometimes with vegetable, many Many countries have their version of like an empanada. empanada. And you it's know, not it's not to be confused with the girl from Ipanita. No, Ipanema <laughs> would that would be. Or the town of Ensenada. Yeah, right. <laughs> Trying to think Lauren of Lauren Impala. Oh yeah. <laughs> Or Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> right. We had so many. The windmills of the mind continue to turn. That was a good here. one, though. Yeah. Engel, who has the name Engelbert Humperdinck? Well, and the oh, funny thing is, that's Wait, not even his real name. That's it was right. changed to be that. We talked yeah. about that. I mean, who comes up with that as a stage name? I don't know, but my grandma loved Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> and I was like, he's still alive. And my grandma must have really liked him. He must have right, come right out of the gate. No kidding. You know, because I think he's in his late 70s. 70s. Yeah, I know. So he was young when my grandma it's fell in love with Engelbert Humperdinck. There was some song, Make the World Go Away. Make or, the world go away. away. Yeah, something. And my grandma knew all the words. <sighs> it's my mom's song. And I, she just loved it. And I I loved that she knew all the words. Right. She, she'd smoke her Pall Malls and make me a <laughs> chocolate cake and sing that song. And the Pall Malls had the interesting filter that had a peace sign in it. Because, you know, it wasn't the filter wasn't solid. It had like a plastic tip on the end. I only know this because my friend Liz Orm, um, we used to, her mom used to smoke them and we used to smoke the buds back in the day. Oh, okay. she smoked Pal Mall. Mall. And they had like this funny, isn't it funny? We knew so many filters because we'd steal so many uh, smoking (laughs) cigarettes that had already been butted. Right. And we'd light them up again. That is so gross when you think about it. Absolutely. It's disgusting. But you were, you know. That was just what we did. Yeah. Yeah, um, by the way... The joys of childhood. Right. Um, Lady Gaga is continuing to serve all the looks while shooting the House of Gucci in Rome. Uh, This time it's wedding style. Holly posted the photo, um, but it's a wedding dress. Lady Gaga, her character Patrizia Reggiano, is obviously going to the church to marry... The man, Adam Gucci. Driver, that, you know, you know, the 27 pictures, years later, she'll kill. Yes. Well, so this is a happy day. Yeah. They, the, picture, day. the pictures are so gorgeous. Yeah. They really are. What a fun thing to do. This 70s thing is just so much fun that we're reliving through that horrible show that you got me in. Oh, The Serpent? Yeah. Rocco, did you watch it? I have not watched okay. it yet. It's, no. 
I think fr- Royce's watching it. Oh, I, I wouldn't be Twitter. surprised. It's just too it's, good. It's seriously, well, the, it's disturbing. Very much so. It's disturbing. Which has never stopped me from loving a TV show before. And sometimes it's a requirement. <laughs> we do have a caller that has a fun Engelbert Humperdinck um, oh, oh, tell story, us. if you want. Okay, uh, please. Let me just punch her up. There you go. Who is it? I didn't even ask. Okay. Hi, you're on My Talk 1071. Hi, ladies. My name's Kathy, and I had to call in because you're talking about Tinglebert Humperdinck. Yes. And my mom adored him. And back in the 80s, I remember I was in high school. I came home on a Friday night, and she was high as a kite because she'd been at the Carlson Ballroom, I think. Oh. And had a table right up by the stage. Mm-mm. And he gave her a sweaty handkerchief that just was loaded with his cologne and... She was giddy. It was hilarious. Oh, and and I feel like Engelbert is like seventy nine. He's still with us, and I think he might have some kind of a cancer. But he was oh, like, no. he is like a. I mean, he was young and hot. He was discovered <laughs> early, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Well, my mom is eighty two. So okay, so he would have just been a couple years young. Yeah. This this totally. Tracks. Do you see that, Julia? That yeah, if Engelbert he was born, he was born Arnold George Dorsey in 1936. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's Ain't still he is he's, he's still, still alive, alive and he still okay. was performing and everything else. But I feel like I just had read some point in the last couple months that he was diagnosed with something. Yeah, he's I just read in February I'll, he I'll had have COVID. To check in with my mom. Yeah, oh, check in with you. your mom. Thanks for calling in, Kathy. Thank you. Oh, the good old Carlton. Yeah, he had COVID in February, and unfortunately, his wife uh, died from it. Oh, yes, I see that. Engle. Engle. Not Engle. Engle. Engelbert Humperdinck. Well, it's an interesting marketing strategy, and it's obviously not one that's been repeated because I can't think of anybody else who has a name quite like that. It's hysterical. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... um, we have, we don't have time for this, but I will say this. Okay, say There is a confusing movie um, that has been released. I, I've just, just been brought to my attention. It topped the charts on Netflix this week. It's like Serpent is the big TV show yeah, that what, people what are watching. Yeah, what is it? Because I feel like I might... It's called What Lies Below. Oh, this looks horrible, Lori. Okay. It's, it's a right sci- up your alley. It's a sci-fi horror film that's topped the charts on Netflix, but um, viewers have said it's the weirdest, most confusing uh, movie ever. So here's what it is. It's uh, about a sinister merman Praying on a mom and daughter, and uh, the a teenager comes home to find her mom, played by Mina Suvari, yes, with a new boyfriend named John. And John, like every good merman or merwoman, is allergic to salt. Keeps a tank of parasitic lampreys around. Is fascinated <laughs> by menstrual blood and has scales. So. She's immediately suspicious of her mom's new boyfriend. As one would be. The Merjohn, as it were. Okay, but listen to (laughs) a sinister merman. Yeah, so that's that's what it's about. But people are saying, don't waste your time. I saw it, and the pictures look good. But after that, I read about what it was about, and I thought, nah. I might have to check it out just because of the you merman. You love a merman. Yeah, just that merman angle. Is alone. Sirens your mer, mer, mer lady show off the year on the CW? Yeah, mer, yes, it is. And it was mermaids and mer women. And the, Those are the Navy same 
and the CIA or the FBI were involved. And I uh, liked it. I watched like four or five episodes. It was episodes. good. It was really good. But yeah, it it's off. It's not returning. Yeah. So it left on a cliffhanger. Oh. But there were two seasons, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All, All right, right, listen. We'll be right back. It's time for Random Thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Today, besides being National Empanada Day, which led us to Engelbert Humperdinck. That's right. It is Dog Farting Awareness Day. What? What? Dogs fart. Oh, my gosh. Do dogs fart? Thank you. And they're stinky and they're smelly. And you wonder who dealt it because they're silent. Dogs farts don't make noise, in case anyone's wondered. So um, you can always blame it on the dog. Okay. You can always... I think every day is National Dog Farting Day, just <laughs> FYI. But it's awareness. We want you to, and, and yesterday I gave you the feng shui idea about where to put your bed a day early, because today's the big international feng shui day. Yeah, and you weren't really giving anyone an idea that they didn't know, so to even claim that you were giving people an idea is really <laughs> just interesting. Just let me own it for half a second. Okay, so um, let's see here. Here is, if you guys... You know, we're going to get a surprise. If you found something that would just, what would you just die if someone surprised you with right now? I would, hmm. I would, I wouldn't mind like somebody popping out of a cake and dancing. <laughs> Taking <laughs> off their clothes. That'd be amazing. Remember how much fun Let Us Entertain You used to be? Mm-hmm. When we'd have stripper, you know, you'd hire for someone's birthday, um, Rocco. This is back uh, yeah. in the un-PC days. You'd hire a policeman. Like, like early This is 90s. No, no. Oh, yes. really? We did this in the 90s yeah, at Carlson Companies. The and they'd come into our corporation and they'd come onto our floor and yeah. someone would have a birthday and you'd hire a cop to be a stripper. <laughs> and they wouldn't go too far no, down. No, they wouldn't. But yeah. I mean, it just seems so on PC now. Well, Lori got in trouble because she had a calendar of um, men with bare chests. Remember, they always wanted you to cover up your calendar. Oh, I loved my the men of uh, sandals. I think that it was, was it. Yeah, it was the pre man wall man wall. It was. I've always loved <laughs> to surround myself with, with eye candy since things. I was a ten, since I was men like eleven. Do it and women do it. Yeah, you know, and I would pull the pictures out of the Tiger Beat magazine. And I remember, yes. and Lori's <laughs> cube was so far in the back, but people and no one would ever come. To your cube, and they would yell yeah, at you. Yeah, but about somebody and uh, somebody didn't like me. I know. I thought those are the people that usually make you take it down. Yeah, I know. The it. people that don't like you. Well, all right. So here, Rocco, if you had a great surprise, what would yours be? Um, a a room makeover. Oh, you wanted to get the room makeover that yes. we're giving You're away. Not eligible. Yes. Okay, fine. Yeah. But people are eligible. You just have to yeah. get our app and sign up for it. All right. So here are some of the best and worst surprises. I just want to see if you guys. Think. A plane ticket, you know, like a quote-unquote plane ticket or somebody gives you a trip. That'd be an exciting surprise. Wouldn't that be a good one? Yeah. Um, like finding random money. Just found, I just found $5 the other day. I washed it. It's mine. It, it came from Casey. <laughs> it came from Casey. I know it, but Does it I, matter it, it washed it. How I, it got there. Whoever takes it out. <laughs> I don't even tell him. Hey. Right, do do you guys like surprise parties for yourself? I mean, have you ever had one, Lori? Surprise I party? Because you've given yourself a party. Yeah, I I don't think uh, I don't think I have. I don't either. Rocco, have I you? I don't think I have. Mm-mm. I'm hard to surprise. I guess. Yeah. Would you ever want one? I don't think so. I think I, I wouldn't would. say no to one. Either would I. Yeah. If somebody wants to bother, go right ahead. Right. You know. 
Some people, though, you're like, would like Casey, I could do a surprise party, but he would He really, would give it away. No, he would say to me later, why did you do that? Because he does not like that attention much attention. That, that much attention. That much yeah. attention. It would just make him. We would like it more. We would. We would definitely like it more. Yeah. Um, Finding you're getting out, you're getting money back in your taxes would be a nice surprise. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a huge one. Yes. Um, Engagements or proposals are good surprises. Those were always good. How did Casey propose to you? In bed. How <laughs> did it happen? You know, I don't know that I've ever asked you this. And you're not even opening up a fortune cookie in bed. No, I was just... I don't think I've ever yeah. asked you this because it was all of, you know, three months after they met. Oh, Julia. T- tell me, tell me, how did that go down? Uh, I think I'd finally broken up with the other guy I'd yeah. been dating because mm-hmm. I was double dating. Yeah, you were double dipping as it double were. Double dipping as it were. Uh-huh. Um, and so we dated for like a full month. And You and I, Casey after... After I broke up with okay, the other so, guy. Okay, so we're on month three now. Hey, no, we're like brother. month two. Oh. Month two. <laughs> I mean, I dated someone else for the, you know, mm-hmm. first, we like, you know, anyway. The first month. Yeah. And then uh, just, I think the kids were at their mom's house. And so I got to spend the night at yeah. his house because okay. his kids weren't there. And he just said, in bed. I don't want to spend another night alone without you. Will you marry me? Or something like that. Aww. Yeah, it was really sweet. Did he have a ring at the time or he just asked you? Out no, of the he just I, asked I, me yeah. in, bed, uh-huh. in uh-huh. bed. And I probably stretched and kissed him and said, I have to think about it. Of course, darling. <laughs> he, he was a fireman at the time. Now, how many nights a month are you going to be gone? I mean, remember, you would do the math. Julia. Because you when went a, into being a mom right away. When a person has been married twice, and then you get asked a third day, you have to really... Weigh your options? No, but you've got to think about mm-hmm. it, because clearly, maybe you're not good at it. There you go. You know, All right. I failed at this institution, not once, but twice, spectacularly, the second time. And the first one, you know, broke a million hearts along the way, including right. my family. So I was not in a hurry. And then he had... The kids. He had two children. They were 11 and 13. And I, you know, they were the same age as some of my nieces and nephews. So I felt semi confident. Right. And I knew I wouldn't be any kind of an overbearing mom. Mom, because I wasn't natural. I'm not a mom, you know. So I did. So anyway, but yeah. Rocco, how did you ask Meg? You know, it's funny. This is the second time that the piano bar, the manor, has come up at this oh, hour. Where Rocco? is where, where is, is the it's manor gone now? Oh, um, where it was, was it? At, it was on West Seventh, kind of down by where Buka is. I know what you're talking about. Yes, and then yes. there was uh, right across from the strip club. It was connected to the strip club. Yes, there was like a strip club, a supper club, Galleons, and a piano or what bar. What was the name of the strip Casey's club? Casey's. Was Casey's. The strip club. Yes. yes. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener hosted the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and yeah, it was uh, we were on the dance floor dancing to uh, Our Love Is Here To Stay, and I thought, you know what? It's New Year's Eve. You know, my grandparents' anniversary was New Year's Eve. Why don't we get married this time next year? Will you marry me sort of thing? And Just it worked yes. out. Yeah. And you did get married on New Year's Eve then? Yep, a year yeah. later. That's cool. That is really sweet. And yeah, Casey didn't have a ring. I mean, Rocco yeah, did I didn't either. Ring? No, yeah. I was kind of unprepared. And, and yeah, and he just asked me, you know, when I like a week later said for sure yes. Yeah, you know, because I had to get another marriage proposal in between. I know you did. Um, mm-hmm. I said, he literally did Rocco, Rocco. from the other one that she was dating that she had already broken up with. Um, who came back? He said, "What kind of ring do you want?" And I said, "Oh, just a simple platinum band yeah. with some diamonds in it." <laughs> and he thought, I'm off the I'm off the hook. Right. This is so great. Platinum's more expensive than gold. And then when he goes mm-hmm. down to M- Mueller's, Moller's, Moller's jewelry in Highland Park. I know all the details. I think now. he was shaky. Yeah. You know that a simple platinum band would be like five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know. You still got it and it's still beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right, well, there we go. There we go. That was my random thoughts where you guys did all the talking. Right. How'd I do? <laughs> I feel like I did really well. All right. All right, we come back. We're going to play the new uh, Prince song. This album is coming from the vault, not out till July. But Prince fans, music fans, very excited. Uh, they announced this 12-track uh, album is coming out. It was recorded at Paisley Park uh, Studios, like, Rocco, was it five years ago? No, uh, it was ten years ago. 2011, yeah. 2011, yeah, ten years ago. And the full album will be out on July 30th, but that is the first song, Welcome to America, funky, but also giving us some powerful words about the state of America as only Prince can do. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited. This is a kind of a fun era of Prince, um, sort of that... Uh, you know, there was a couple albums back then. 2010 was a pretty good album, and then Minneapolis Sound and Lotus Flower. Those are the ones I think you could get at Target. Um, yeah, those. I mean, there's some gems on those albums, so I'm looking forward to Same. this. And it's going to come out. I think I don't know if you have to buy the deluxe edition or whatever, but it's going to come out with a DVD of a night in Inglewood, California at um, the old Lakers Stadium there, and uh, that was part of like a 21 night stand in california that uh finally that's remember good. The, and his address was 2121 yeah, and the purple yeah. address yeah. well also on this you're talking about the 11 previously unreleased songs yeah, none of, we've not heard any of this music. one of the tracks is a cover of soul asylums stand up and be strong oh really yeah i oh. saw that takes it was credited to dave perner i was like whoa, whoa well, we cool. just had his brother on yesterday i know and prince's old drummer was on our show a couple weeks, Two weeks ago, ago. Uh, Michael Bland. Yes. And now he's in Soul Asylum. It's all circular. It's all coming back. It's all circle. coming back. And I love when he said people snatch bass players. <laughs> yes, I, I did mean, that for yes. you. Well, yeah, just for kicks. I don't think I've heard this song. This is the Stand Up and Be Strong Okay, by, play for us. Um, Soul Asylum. I'll skip to the middle here. They haven't been released. I'm excited to see the DVD. So what do we know the date on the when July, is July 30th. July 30th. July 30th. Right. So that's good that they're like getting some of 
his music out yeah, there. Yeah, finally. Um, also, speaking of music, yes. um, we posted uh, the Today Show had an exclusive look at the trailer for Cher in The Loneliest Elephant. Remember when she... Kavan or whatever the elephant was. Yes. This or Pakistan. It was a malnourished elephant in a zoo in Pakistan. And so it's posted and it just looks it's gonna be on the Smithsonian channel and they're very excited um that it's going to air on the Smithsonian channel and then it'll stream starting April twenty second, I think on the Smithsonian April twenty first Earth Day. So um on Paramount Plus, it'll be streaming then on the 22nd. So it looks really good. And go share. Go share go is right. Share. And then, okay, our girl Kelly Clarkson. Oh, she just keeps yesterday, yesterday, she had Kevin Bacon on and he was in her studio. Uh-huh. You're and, seeing that happening now. You're seeing people come yes, as guests. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. And, um, so he was in studio and he's obviously filming City on a Hill um, because he's got his uh, cheesy 80s mustache. Yes, he does. Um, very Gomez of him as far as it looks like uh, Gomez from the Adams family. It's ca- kind of that where it comes straight down from your nostrils. Yeah. So it's not all the way over the lip. Yep. That's a Gomez mustache. Is that what you call a Gomez? Okay. Yeah, there used to be a bar in Duluth we called the Gomez Lounge <laughs> because every guy in there was like 40 with some half-assed mustache. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that reminded us of Gomez from uh, uh, and Adam or the Adams family. But anyway, so Kelly Clarkson, she just had great energy. They had a fun interview with um, Kevin Bacon, but the song she covered with her band, you all, is Patsy Cline. Uh, song she's got you wow okay so that is wow. Rocco maybe if you could find the original so we could just play it but oh, she's yeah, so according lovely. to um one of Patsy Klein's uh biographers okay. it's a book called the honky tonk angel the writer Hank Cochran remembers uh and this was recorded in um December of 61 released in 62 he the writer remembers calling Patsy and telling her I've just written you your next number one uh, song. And she said, well, come on over and don't forget to bring a bottle of booze. (laughs) And uh, she said, you can play it on the guitar for me and my friend Dottie West, who was also a country singer. And uh, she was so emotionally moved uh, by its lyrics and loved the song so much that she learned it that night, calling up her manager and producer to sing it over the phone at her next session she recorded it, and this was very rare because I guess she and her producer never agreed on songs, but this time they both agreed that it was a hit. And with the lyrics, um, you know, and this was a follow up to her two huge hits, I Fall to Pieces and Crazy, which came back to back. Right. So here's Patsy Klein. This is your breakup song. You know what I mean? Gosh. You know, it's funny. I used to DJ weddings a lot, and I'd, I'd want to play. You know Patsy Klein songs because they sounded so nice and timeless, but right. all, almost all of them were breakup songs. Right, I right. had to finally find like uh, the song "Always." I think is yes. kind of a optimistic a love song or one. something. Yes, Rocco, could you ever do that one in your register and sing "He's Got You"? And uh, just, that's a beautiful. Song. Isn't that a beautiful? I'm downloading song. it right now. It, it's so good, and I it really adds. I mean, "Sweet Dreams." If you've never seen that biopic with Jessica Lang playing Patsy Klein. That is an epically great movie because, of course, she has a tragic ending, but she's best. She takes Loretta Lynn under her 
wing. And it is just an incredible performance by Jessica Lang. And you will. Sweet dreams. I, sweet I guess dreams. I don't know the Patsy Klein story. Yeah, it, it, it came out. I don't know when it came out in relation to coal miners daughter, right. but it, it's just a it's just a great biopic. Of you know somebody who's like really um, an incredible singer, and then that was her first time she's got a number one in the UK. That was nineteen eighty five that that came out. Yeah, so it was around the coal miner's daughter. I feel like Eddie Harris and Jessica Lange. Yeah, um, and they're just incredible in it. And, oh my um, gosh, Larry! I know that's I've that always, was a pretty. I, you like your Patsy Klein. You like my, your country. I like biopics. A really good true story. Yeah, I know of somebody. you do. They're so. I mean. Chadwick Boseman, if you haven't seen him, where he plays um, James Brown. Oh. Well, he does, he, he's in several biopics. Yes, he plays he is. Thurman Marshall. Yep. He plays James Brown, Get On Up. And then he also plays, um, you just said it. 42. Jackie yeah, Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. I just love a biopic. I don't so care do if it's sports I, I, music. I would agree. Yeah, I agree. I would okay. agree. So Taylor Swift, uh, Rocco, I think we can just play her song. We don't need to. She was on GMA today and said, good morning, America. Mm-hmm. I've got an exclusive for you. But she's re-recording her version of songs so people will buy these. Yes. What's and the latest? Her, well, this is Fearless again. Okay. And it's a song from The Vault. And the but, way I recorded it, it, it still has the intro in Okay, it, so. fine. Okay. okay. Here it comes. We have the first clip of her title track along with a very special message from Taylor herself. Take a look. Good morning, America. It's Taylor. I just wanted to say, first of all, you guys have been so supportive of Good Morning America since day one of this entire process of me re-recording my music. And I'm so ecstatic that my album Fearless, Taylor's version, will be out tonight. It's crazy that it's finally here. And I wanted to give you guys as a thank you an exclusive first glimpse of one of the songs on the album, the title track, Fearless. So now, without further ado, here's Taylor with Fearless, Taylor's version. Listen out. All of her six studio albums. That's amazing. I mean, it's yesterday she released Mr. Perfectly Fine, which is a song that didn't make it onto the Fearless soundtrack. Um, And basically, there's a lot of this and that. Who is it about? Jake Gyllenhaal. It is 100% about Joe Joe Jonas. Jonas. Because um, that's who she was writing about in that era. And sources have confirmed all over the place that yes because it's a bl- it's an obvious blind item song Mr. Perfectly Fine about a guy who dumped her via a text which is how Joe Do- Jonas dumped her mm-hmm. and she told it happens yes it does it and happens, uh, people. no one ever feels good about nope. it write a song is what <laughs> Taylor did about <laughs> write it write a song write a book but what was funny was was that Joe Jonas's wife Sansa Sophia Turner. Yes. From Game of Thrones. She just, on Taylor's Instagram, she just wrote, this is not a bop. What does that mean? I don't know what it means because everyone, interp- I read all this and I'm like, what the heck does that mean? If anyone knows, call us. Well, I mean, I was just well, like, I mean, I mean she, because it's she, not good, maybe is how I take it. Well, Marco, no, how do you take it? This, this is not a bop. The, what is not a bop? The Mr. The Perfectly Fine song. Yeah, she... She said, this is not a bop. A bop. But here's how people were interpreting it, that actually Sophie Turner likes 
Taylor Swift more than Joe Jonas in this oh, case. I don't so think so. So it was not a cut. I, th- I no, thought it, it wasn't, wasn't a dig at all. Taylor um, wrote back, I bend my knee to the Queen of the North. Yeah, so, so it was a positive, but whatever, this is not a Bob means. I have no idea. Yeah. It's slang in UK? I don't know. When none of us know. I'll, I was happy to know that Taylor took a queen to the, you know, a knee to the Queen of the North. Right. <laughs> that was very good response. But anyway. But so, we have no idea what it means. I don't think, I don't think it means anything. Okay. I always think of a bop as just like it's like a like a song you would like bop, bop along to. to bop along to or you know that it would be a like dance you, or you could bop somebody in the face you know yeah. bop somebody in the nose it, I never bopped anybody it, in the nose I've heard maybe people, pop somebody in the nose right you know? well that's bop. I think we're overthinking okay, it fine. and I think a but bop just is just because like Mr. Perfectly Fine is not really. A bop song. I guess I agree with that. It's not a song we're going to run around the living room and dance it's to just in the our underwear. response. That was it. Yeah. The first definition on Urban Dictionary is a, a good song, a song that is really good. So, there you go. When the song's beat is so dope, you got to bounce to it a little. So, when she says it's not a bop, it wasn't a good song, I guess is what she's saying. And even know. Taylor did not bite and just she takes a bow. Because okay. why is she going to fight about something that happened right. that long ago? Right. Oh. That was a good PR way for her, her to return. deal with that. And then it also confirms it's about Joe Jonas. Right. 100%. Okay, that, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Perfectly Fine was Joe Jonas. Mm hmm. Because the line, hello, Mr. Casually Cruel. <laughs> and the title, Mr. Perfectly fine, fine, which means you're you're just that. Yeah, exactly. You're nothing more, you're nothing less, you're just fine. Yeah, she said, because um, she threw on Alan's show, she threw Joe Jonas under the bus. She said, I'm not even going to be able to remember the boy who broke up with me over the phone in 25 seconds when I was 18. And she said that that was the most rebellious thing she did, she told Ellen in 2019, was when she put Joe Jonas on blast on the show and talked about that. Oh, funny. So I okay. did just hear from somebody who okay. is a parent of a teenager. A teenager. She oh, says, yeah, Bop is a good song. Right. And she said the quote is, and maybe I misheard you, is that she said it's not not a Bop. That oh. is, you are right. Okay. So she was saying something she positive. Liked it, she, she liked it, it. And then, okay. Thanks. So goodness, God, somebody solved it. it. Thank you, caller. Thank you. <laughs> this is not not, not a bop. bop. We'd love- so, what are you trying to say? Hollywood, Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Okay, this is not not a bop. We right. mean it's a good song. It's a good song. We've learned that. But when that you was- say it's not a bop, we uh, we were right. This isn't good. So why take it knee to the north? Oh, I see. It's not not a bop. Right. That okay. was the craziest thing. That was a crazy conversation we just had. We're having people Hollywood speak right and left. Uh, Hannah, Hannah sent me an email. What did she say? She said, it's not, not a box. So it we is, read it right. Yeah, and then she said, so that means it's good. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that. When you got two knots. <laughs> You're double speaking. Okay. Oh, for crying out loud. All right, uh, what, do, what do we got? These bunnies are not happy. So um, Holly Madison. Okay, my son called me last night. Mom, remember when you interviewed Holly Madison in Las Vegas? Yes. And he said, yes, and he said, I just heard the craziest podcast. She was on Barstool Sports. Yeah. My boys are obsessed with that. Yeah. And I had read Holly Madison's Down the Rabbit Hole. Down the Rabbit Hole and absolutely loved it. It was she was so viscerally 
honest yep. about everything that went on, how she the became, girls next door, the how she became a Playboy Bunny mm-hmm. mansion girlfriend of Hefner. And, yes. You know, she writes about it that she, I think she was like from a small town in Oregon and she literally had everything she owned in her car and she mm-hmm. was couch surfing and kind of had this waitressing job but she really had nowhere to live and she got invited to a party at the mansion at the mansion Playboy mansion and she was that desperate that she hit it off with um you he half half, yep, half. i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's right. He offered a quaalude and he said this is a thigh opener. She didn't want it, but he was intrigued enough that one of the other seven girlfriends he had at the time said, would you like to be a new girlfriend if you sleep with him? If you do become a girlfriend, he he really likes you. You can live here at the mansion for free. Right. And you get allowance and we have some other things. So anyway, Mm -hmm. she writes about all of that. So she um, is talking about it. And I think she might have, I don't know if she's added to her book, whatever. Maybe she's written a second book. Right. Kendra Wilkinson. Another girl's next door at the mansion. Yes, and she and Holly and Bridget. Yep. Oh, Lord, I love that show. I know you did. They've had a feud for years, okay? and Kendra Kendra and Holly. and Yeah, and because um, Kendra was like 18 when she became Hef's girlfriend, and Holly and Bridget were like 25 and 26, something like that. Right. I could totally see how the 18-year-old would annoy you at 25, 26. Sure, Just, 100%. You're like a puppy at 18. Yeah, you're you in know? such a different spot. Anyway, so, but Kendra, for whatever reason, has resented that Holly has tried and successfully been able to monetize what she got off of her lift off of the girls next door. Right. But apparently only Kendra is uh, allowed to because she put on uh, uh, Holly's... On an Instagram post about it, she said, dude, dot, 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 it's 2021. Get over it, kind of. Quit telling the story. And right. I'm like, Kendra, you had like seven years of your reality show. She did. You married to Hank Bassett. You had this. You basket. Had basket. Was it Basket or Bassett? Some oh, NFL no. player. That thing went south. Anyway, and then someone wrote back and said, you know, why are you shaming Holly for sharing her experiences right. and then she softened her stance a little bit and said well i wish you the best in this life but i mean kendra come on you're 35 now it what does it matter what anyone shares about their experience anymore the beef is old i mean how many years ago did that show go off the air uh, i mean that was big when we first started in the middle yeah, years like yeah. 05 through right. 09 or something yeah, and uh, so anyway, and she's divorced. It was on Girls Next Door from 2005 to 2010. Look at how good I was Very naming good. those years without knowing. Yeah. And then we interviewed her probably in 2011 in Las Vegas. When, yes. Or 2012, maybe. And she was dating Chris Angel at the time, That's the right. illusionist in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. And since then, she's had a baby and named it Rainbow. Yeah, I mean, Kendra has blasted it before 
um, that it was revenge and this and that. And, and it wasn't, she wasn't sharing stories really that were out of school about any of the other. She was sharing her experiences. It's called Down the Rabbit Hole, yep. Curious Adventures and Cautionary Tales of you a loved it. former Playboy Bat Bunny. I was fascinated. Right. Fascinated. And we learned and from I that get, book all the meal prep, all the... You know what they had to do, how boring it would well, be. Well, no, we didn't really Did learn, we learn that, that from the book. book. I mean, right. she might have said that, but that's been I felt known like about you him. Taught me all that. Maybe, okay, maybe you know, Rocker. I toured the Playboy she Mansion. Did. I bet. Oh, on I it. think we've talked about that. Yeah. 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 It, it was absolutely frozen. My son in time. was fascinated with that. I said, "Yeah, Auntie Lori and Uncle Casey have been there," and he's like, "Really?" And I said, "Yeah." Yeah. And they had to talk into a rock <laughs> to get in. And, you know, and you came back and you said the grotto, it just stunk. And, you know, you, I love that Charlotte, story. I put my foot in the water. Because it's gone like, Get your now. foot out. There was a party here this weekend. Right. And it's gone it now. It's been clean. I no, mean, it's still it's there. It's still there, but it's. I don't know what's happening. We don't, it's not an open facility anymore. That's Is that right. why you have a hot foot? Maybe you got like foot. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? VD. I don't think so. Foot VD. An STD <laughs> on your foot from stipping it, right. putting it in the grotto. Oh, Lord. And Holly or Kendra is a real estate agent now. Yeah. She's nobody's a, asking her to go on any podcasts. There you go, Lori. Right. Okay, right. J-Lo. Where's reveals... Bridget, though? Remember how cute she was? Yeah, J-Lo reveals who gave her the J-Lo nickname 20 years ago. Why is she talking about this? It was Heavy D. Oh, okay. He called her that. Who gave us the low J? Yeah, Jenny Lowe, Jennifer Lowe, Ian. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Ian did give us low J. Lori, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, why is she? She keeps I... talking. I know it. She's, she's a media... You know, 